0: Hi, welcome to this week's Mountain Basketball Podcast. I'm glad you're with me and it's time to talk about Colorado basketball. First of all, um, my email is mountainbasketball at gmail.com. Feel free to shoot me any questions or comments. I've been getting a few emails from people and I do um, appreciate those. So um, feel free to shoot me an email if you have any comments. Also, on this podcast and iTunes, if you could hit rate and review. that does help me. I know if you listen to podcasts, everyone's saying that. But if you just take a second, hit five stars, or um, that just helps um, the podcast get out a little bit more. If somebody's searching for Colorado basketball, then this podcast is more likely to get out. And a lot of people have done that so far, and I've gotten some great reviews. So I do appreciate that. That's very kind of y'all. Um, okay, so this week I said I was going to talk a bit bit more about the men's team and how um, how the freshman class is shaping up. It's always a little hard to judge a freshman class because I haven't really seen them play live at all. I've looked at, you know, YouTube videos or things on Twitter. So I have a feel, and obviously there's um, the CU players are highly rated, so they'll have ESPN uh, reviews. So you you get a basic feel about how these guys are going to come in and potentially contribute their first year. But I'm going to do my best to kind of let you know who's coming in this year for the CU Buffaloes. First of all, I'm going to include Shane Gatling on this, even though he's a junior, but he is going to be a first-year player for CU. Um, I've talked about him kind of in one of the earlier podcasts, but he's from Long Island. It's called Baldwin, New York, which is Long Island, and um, played for Niagara for a while um, and then transferred to a community college in Iowa. He actually graduated from that community college, so he's able to play this year at CU without having to sit out at all which is really helpful and the main thing we hear about Shane is he is a lights out shooter which I think CU is going to really need this year. We lost Dom Collier and and George King who were probably the best the, the most dangerous behind the arc. Um so bringing Shane in is a I'd like to see if he's more of a you know a point and shoot kind of guy or if he can create things off the dribble. But what we do know is the guy can shoot the three ball. So we're excited to have him and I'm really looking forward to watching him. Dalen Coots, he is a local player from Denver, Colorado. Um, Tad Boyle, the coach for CU, has done a very good job of getting the better players from Colorado. I mean this is, you know, just to be frank, this is not Texas or Memphis, Tennessee or New York City where we're just producing, you know, heaps of Five star players, but Colorado does have usually a player or two every year that's capable of contributing for CU. And Tad's done a great job of keeping those guys in state playing for CU. Um, like Dallas Walton is a similar story, and Dallas is turning looking to turn into a fantastic player for CU, and he's a Colorado player. So um Dalen's coming from Denver, and just heading up um I-36 to Boulder. And really looking forward to seeing him play. I've read some reviews on him. He looks like a very athletic player. Um, again, he's going to s- potentially have a transition to Pac-12 basketball because he was, um, sometimes when you're playing at a, a school and you're by far the best athlete, you tend to rely on that athletic ability just to get the shots you need, take over a game. So he's going to have to transition a little more into a sort of a team role here at CU. But I think he can do that. Also, we have, um, I'm going to include Evan Beatty as well. He is a freshman, but as CU fans know, he was with the team last year, was actually expected to play last year, but had a terrible ruling from the NCAA, um, this ridiculous academic progress rule that he'd had. Um, So he was declared ineligible right before the season started, went on to get a, 3'6 GPA at CU, so really stuffed it to the NCAA that he was not prepared to be a college student. Um, but on the basketball side, he is probably the most exciting newcomer this year. Um, most people are thinking he's going to vie for a starting role. He's he's big, he's six six eight. he's athletic, he's really going to be strong on the blocks. And Um, watching him play last year, you know, just I went to a a, a practice once and and just, you know, saw what he can do. He he looks like a kind of guy who can score and defend, so he's going to be really, really helpful on the team. And also, I will mention this, most people who follow the team closely know this. Well, first of all, Evan is very charismatic, very friendly guy. Um, My two daughters and I went to the signing day at CU, and he really – Was hilarious. He, you know, wrote little smiley faces next to his his picture. So my daughters just thought he was the best, and I appreciated him taking the extra effort there. And he did suffer a stroke December of last year. Um, Seems to have recovered, but that was a very scary moment. You know, basketball aside, um, very scary. But he has seemed to recover from that. He's gotten full medical sign off to play, and and he's practiced all last year. So I think he's somebody who's really going to step in and be critical to the team this year. Um, Jakub Dompek. I'm going to say Jakob and not Jacob, because I think that's probably how he pronounces his name. But again, sometimes with the freshmen when I haven't you know, heard the announcers say their names, I'm, I'm doing my best here. Um, so Jakob is from the Czech Republic. Um, this is sort of a trend here at CU now. Tad is bringing in some international players. Um, this is the fourth player in the last three seasons that he's brought in. He's very um, long and athletic. He's 6'10", um, skinny, kind of rail thin. So I think he's somebody who could contribute, but we'll we'll see if he's going to be ready to you know kind of step in right now to play Big 12 basketball. Um, I think he, he, he looks like he certainly has all the skills um, to be a good player here at CU and, I'm looking forward to watching him play, um, Eli Parquette. He is from Beaumont, Texas, and he's probably of the f- true freshman coming in, the highly, most highly rated freshman. Um, he did break his foot at the end of his high school uh, season last year, so he's been sitting out a while. But obviously, um, guys this age recover quickly from things like that, so. He's fully ready, but he just hasn't, he's probably sat along the sidelines and hasn't played organized basketball for longer than any, anyone else on the team, but I know a lot of the people who cover the team here at CU think he, he also has a shot to be a meaningful role player on the team. Um, and this is a very young team. As most of you know, we only have one senior on the team this year, is Naaman Wright. He's a transfer from Missouri, played very well last year, and he's going to be, um, a big player for the team this year, probably starter, but he's the only senior on the team. So, and this was true last year. I mean, we did have Dom Collier and George King, which were the two most impact, um, impactful seniors, but didn't really graduate many people. Played a lot of freshmen last year, and obviously these freshmen are now going to be sophomores. I'm talking about, you know, McKinley Wright. Um, Dallas Walton. Lucas Stewart is another international player from Brazil. He's a junior this year, and he played well last year. Alexander Strading, Um he's a sophomore. He did play a bit last year, maybe not as much as some of us thought. He's from the Netherlands. Um, I actually liked it a lot when he got in the game last year, and hope he plays a little bit more this year. Um, one of the things CU struggled with in the last couple seasons is just turnover um, ratios. They protecting the ball and Alexander seems like somebody who, you know, doesn't kick it out of bounds very often. He can, he's going to, um, you know, be, be take care of the ball, which is really what you need to do. You need to be getting shots off, not, uh, not kicking it out of bounds. And since I'm talking about some of the other players, I'll talk about, um, Deshaun Swartz. Um, he's a another Colorado player, um, from Colorado Springs did play a lot last year and I thought he was fantastic. Um, Typically the most meaningful year for college basketball players, they're between their freshman and sophomore year where they make the biggest jumps. And this is ob- obviously only true if you're good as a freshman and then you can get better as a sophomore. But Deshaun was very good last year. So I think he's going to, we might see a different player um, this, this coming year and Tyler Bay, he's a sophomore from Nevada. He, um, he got a lot of playing time last year and he deserved it. Um, he was one of these kind of guys who doesn't show up in the stat sheet as much as as much as he's important for the game. You'll see him a lot, you know, off of a rebound, tipping it to a player, uh, or just you know getting rebounds, creating shots. And I think actually, and sometimes people ask me, "He's like, who's going to get drafted off off this team?" And McKinley Wright definitely is the best player. He was freshman last year. He would took he took over games. I went to school here at CU when Chauncey Billups was here. And I'm not gonna put those kind of expectations on him, but he was that type of player where he could step in and just get the shots you need um, and take over a game when you really need um, somebody to score some points. So McKinley Wright is gonna be fantastic. I'm really looking forward to him next year. But when you talk to people around the program, and I'm not gonna name names, but people say Tyler Bay probably has the, is most likely to have an NBA future. And it's just his, you know, he's six foot seven, very athletic, and just sort of the modern NBA is looking for players like this that can rebound, defend, and, and just play on the wings, um, you know, get up and down the floor. He's not like a ball stopper, as um, sometimes NBA players are really looking to, by ball stopper, I mean, it's, it's sort of a black hole. You toss him the ball and you're never going to see it again. Um, Tyler's not this way at all. Um, to me, the scouts are going to look at him and think that he actually has a future in the NBA. So the next couple weeks, so, so that's the review of the freshman class that's coming in. Um, I think they're going to be better this year. I'm going to save sort of a review and talking about the schedule for a later podcast coming up because um, it's still the offseason. I don't want to use all my material um, this week. So I'll talk about kind of how I think the men's team is going to do in the Pac-12 and I'm going to talk about how, in a separate podcast, how the women's team is going to fare in the Pac-12 this year. Um, but I did just the highlight for next week. I lined up an interview. I'm not going to tell you who it's with. You'll have to come back next week and, and see who it is. And I'll, I'll give you a tip. Um, they're based in Boulder, and they're in the Hall of Fame. So I lined up an interview for this week, and I'm going to push that out next week. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, And that's going to be next week's podcast. It's going to be an interview with a Colorado Buffalo Hall of Famer. And the other um, point of note, I do want to um, say that the women's teams out in Italy, we talked about the women's team last week. And um, I said that I wasn't going to pay much attention to the scores or how they're doing out there for either they're playing a pro team, or they're playing a team that's not up to their level. So I'm not going to get too excited about this but they absolutely dominated their first game. They won against an Italian select team 82 to 36. And when you're when scores are getting to that point, you're I mean, the second half or you know, the third or fourth quarter in women's basketball, you're playing half speed and you're still just dominating. And so I'm not going to get too excited about that against this Italian select team, maybe this Italian select team needs to do a better job selecting players and they just did not have the the players to compete with cu but obviously given the choice you know winning or losing games you're going to take wins so i thought that was that was fun to watch and i'm paying attention to them on twitter Um, if you are on twitter just follow the cu women's basketball team you'll get some great photos and updates on how they're doing out there in italy i do follow that so that's this week's Mountain Basketball Podcast. Again, my email is mountainbasketball at gmail.com. Please take just a second to rate and review the podcast. That does help me out a lot. It doesn't cost anything. And this podcast is always going to be free and just for fun. So if you do like it, um, just take a second and help me out there. And that's this week's Mountain Basketball Podcast. Um, thanks for joining, and I'll talk to you again next week.